0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. It's time for a Deathloop redemption arc, as developer Arcane releases a brand new patch full of awesome accessibility features into its time-looping immersive sim, giving it a new action-packed flair. We're also talking Fall Guys, going free-to-play, and the PS Plus premium reveal. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. Since we have done the segment where we decide who should be in a particular game. So I thought we could start this week's episode off like that. Because Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl is getting uh, Teenage Robots, Jenny XJ9, uh, Hugh Neutron of Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, and Rocco of The Modern Life. So, who else do we think needs to be added to this game that hasn't quite made it in yet?
1: I I don't really... Watched Nickelodeon? I didn't watch Nickelodeon that often. I think what the only action show I can think they own was Avatar: The Last Airbender, and they some of them are already that. in it, huh? Yeah, they're they're in it. There's so only other show I enjoyed because Nickelodeon's main show was all about like comedies, but they have like different channels. They have like Teen Nick and then Nicktoons. I really watched. I got, I got mine. I got mine.
0: I got mine. But you go first.
1: <laughs> mine was gonna be the El Tigre from the show, popular show El Tigre.
0: Ah, El Tigre, the one from that one show, El Tigre, where it had the one girl with the blue hair, right?
1: Yeah, but that that uh, his name is Man- I remember is Manny Rivera. That's what his character was called from the show. Mm-hmm. But they, the shows not on their Viacom streaming service Paramount Plus. I know that's so, so
0: weird to me. It's like the only one.
1: It's the only one I was like, I really hope that show's on there, and it's not, because that show's, I, I really enjoy that show, because it's actually really funny, it has a really good action sequence, but a part of me is like, I know there's a good amount of people that probably ask for it, but I doubt to see, like, it in that game.
0: And, you know what, we, we were talking about this the other day, and you said something about the Kablam characters, too, and I was thinking, we could have, like, the Action League now, you know, that Kablam show, where they were, like, little action figures
1: and dolls i forgot about and that they did show, like a man. stop motion one. <laughs> oh man that one was weird that was a weird one uh they already got Rocco. they already got xj9 i'm trying to think who still else still need could... snap like jenny is half the battle here we Talk still need knowledge.
0: snap Rodey!
1: actually what what type of shows is nickelodeon what, you can keep talking about your kid. i'm gonna look at which which shows they have that would actually make sense
0: i wouldn't mind the boy donnie from the wild
1: thornberries with that i don't donnie would actually donnie make they have to i mean it's who does donnie is flea i think flea would be down to voice act again if they have to do it just to make sound bits but i doubt because they don't speak anything but uh, (laughs) what about uh chucky from from rugrats maybe have they have any rugrats
0: characters reptar oh reptar there we go
1: reptar is in it yeah i was like reptar is in it
0: Yeah i forgot who's in there i forgot cad dog was in that game Cat you want to know uh, what my pick was my personal pick when you said nickelodeon has other channels uh keenan and kel that's a good one that's a good one and their alt skins could be good burger <laughs> uniforms good burger, hey, but what i was thinking burger. is a movie uh host of nickelodeon guts mike o'malley
1: michael <laughs> michael O'Malley. what a oh man uh do you know uh, Fanboy and Chum Chum? That was a show that I, they had a weird. Show. I know that that's a show. Yeah, I, weird that was like show. after after I could see like
0: it. the time when I spent a lot of time watching Nickelodeon. But yeah, it seems like they're in that whole cultural zeitgeist of Nickelodeon stuff.
1: How about how about this? Since Nickelodeon did movies and they they did fund that uh, Natural Libre movie. Hear me out now. Just put in Natural Libre. Come on, it's Jack Black.
0: And they could—is not School of Rock a Nickelodeon movie? I could be totally wrong. I think it wrong. is. I think it's Paramount, but like he could have a School of Rock all. It could just be Jack Black, and you can go through some of his famous Nickelodeon roles or something like that.
1: I'll, I'll 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 look it up right now. School of Rock is a Nickelodeon. I know it is Paramount, but
0: oh, you know what? You know what they should add to Nickelodeon All Star Brawl the um the head that the answers go on to from that old game show called Figure It Out, and also Mark Summers from Double Dare.
1: I don't remember that one.
0: They're like way early 2000s and some 1990s like game shows. (laughs) They used to show reruns of it on Nick Gas all the time, which is where obviously uh, guts went. And Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple, which I heard got revived by the CW, who's been on a streak of canceling things. I don't know if that's been canceled, but.
1: uh. Don't probably anticipate to get canceled. That's about it. Like I said, I really didn't remember Nick. i mean i
0: feel like they hit the mainstream ones but still no snap
1: there's is red and Stimpy in it are they in, i don't think they are but i don't think they'll ever put them in it
0: yeah maybe not
1: the, 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 the i think i think there's a show i think nickelodeon will liked most people to say we don't mind if we remember the show but we wouldn't re-air it anymore and you know what else still hoping
0: doug even though it's kind of a disney thing now and
1: <laughs> doug i don't I don't really care or, for doug. or
0: skeeter or or Skeeter's cousin Dale, the little Dale. the little one, <laughs> the one that goes.
1: <laughs> I've never saw Doug. I Doug looks so boring to me.
0: I don't, I remember not liking it much as a kid, but liking it more as I grew up. I feel like it was like their show that was geared towards like, Early, older audience,
1: like, young teens, and like. Teenage yeah like 15, it, it it kind 14. of
0: reminded me of like a Nickelodeon show as told by Ginger, which was another show like that, or mm-hmm. even uh Cartoon Network the like Juniper Lee seemed more interesting as I got older.
1: what about why't just oh know that they no they can't do that. it would be funny, but they can't because as uh, so they have their nick at night uh so, like uh time slot. Just, sure why not <laughs> just add george lopez who, he was he was on nick at night all the time people yeah, remember a lot of having, things
0: were on nick at night
1: let's <laughs> put all those people who were on nick and night on there
0: there's an old nickelodeon show where the main character turned into like a puddle of like silver liquid what they should add that character
1: puddle of silver yeah. liquid
0: i can't remember what the show is called but the, i remember it had to be show dragon
1: ball on nicktoons that's true. and gt
0: that is true they did actually <laughs> um they also showed god i can't remember if they showed some of the JetX stuff or if that just strictly stayed with disney i mean i guess they're disney properties but yeah uh... i could be totally wrong about that more power rangers even though wait nickelodeon doesn't really do power rangers anymore
1: doesn't do nickelodeon own power rangers don't they show it
0: well do they still show it then do they still i don't it? know do they I or just do they remember. still like show the tv or is it like a netflix thing well i
1: don't know i don't own cable anymore so it's just like i don't know what's on cable anymore
0: i don't i don't either
1: <laughs> so it's just like we're just going off things we remember i believe at least the last time i remember i mean they did Rangers for a while they did yeah.
0: samurai and megaforce and all that
1: last one i remember they for sure did was that um the go buster season what oh are they called go busters
0: here? finally come back to to that and bring it bring it stateside <laughs>
1: What 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 was it called here? I forget. They were like I forgot what it was called here, but they did that season last. That's the last one I yeah. remember. Beast
0: morphers.
1: I Think it was Beast morphers. Something probably like Beast that. morphers. Something like yeah. simple and plain. Yeah, definitely probably that.
0: You know what I say? Put them all in all the characters,
1: but mostly Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. What about Darwin then? You got ape
0: darwin would be cool have you ever seen that episode where debbie has a nightmare and everyone else is an animal
1: no but the only thing i remember for wild thornberry was the movie they had the wild thornberries movie. rugrats go wild or was the wild no. thornberries movie okay. the wild Thornberries. because there was a crossover there's always a, a Nintendo crossover. direct
0: rumor styled crossover
1: <laughs> crossover i always thought like danny phantom could cross over with somebody but they just oh, never did danny
0: phantom should be in or is he already in? He's already in, isn't he? I don't he? know.
1: Is, is he in it?
0: I haven't played this game yet,
1: believe it or you not. You have to buy it. You have to buy no, it. No, I that's should get why. it. They
0: have Garfield, who I found out is confirmed that you can play as him on Mondays.
1: Okay, imagine if you actually banned him on Mondays that and you just lock him out. I mean, that would it be would be so funny. It would be annoying, it but would it, would be funny. Be, it would be kind of funny.
0: <laughs> I guess that's a good little bit of time we spent reminiscing and, and deciding who should be in. Because a lot of these characters that we rattled off should be in the game. And you are listening to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map, our weekly podcast gaming adventure. Where today, Robert, we're talking about Bethesda games. But first we got news. And as usual, my name is Daniel. And I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Robert. To whom the question remains.
1: How have you been? Uh, fine. It's been alright. How have you been?
0: Uh, busy. Very busy. <laughs> so busy, in fact, that... um. The only time I really had to play a lot of games the past week was in the weekend. But here we are. We're going to we're going to talk about a few of those today, but first we have a few really exciting news stories. I think we'll do the the really really big one second, but I, I do want to start with one that's relevant to stuff we have uh, talked about on the podcast before and that is that Fall Guys has had its big announcement as of this point, where it is going free-to-play. It is coming to um, every console and Epic Game Store, including uh, Series X, Nintendo Switch, and a brand new PlayStation 5 app for Fall Guys. This is coming along with a whole kind of refresh to the whole free-to-play thing, um people who have had copies of the game before like us will get uh instant access to the premium season pass so we don't have to and i like it's probably going to be one of those passes where you'll get enough to get the next one by just finishing it you know like fortnite Mm -hmm. does and all that um there's going to be a hundred tiers there's going to be a ton of new game modes um as shown in the trailer there's a lot of cool stuff that they showed and i mean it's kind of exciting. It's going to be cross-play and cross-progression. It's kind of like a complete relaunch of the the property, I would say.
1: Yeah, uh, at least for me, uh, I don't even remember the last time I played Fall Guys. It's I don't know, something, I just never really went back to it. So maybe a, a, a revamp would help, but we'll we'll see how it goes. I
0: think it's definitely a case of Season 6 having gone on far too long mm-hmm. i mean it, it it was november when we say that started. But 2021 I still,
1: I still haven't finished it say that but i still haven't even like attempt to try to finish it
0: there's still time for that Jin Sakai <laughs> if i really you.
1: wanted it i would have had it by now
0: i'm always down to play um but it does seem like there's going to be a lot of a lot more to this new one um including a legacy pack for people who have owned the game before that comes with the fabled veggie dog costume from that we have seen long long ago but i'm still kind of waiting for them to release that alternate fast food skin pack that they've done like giveaways for because
1: you know mm. cajun fries <laughs> cajun fries you're never gonna oh, i mean hours say never but it's just so difficult to. Get one cajun day fries. i still want it i still do think it's probably the
0: coolest skin in, in fall guys um but in addition, they showed some of the new costumes that are coming out. They're doing a Ezio costume from Assassin's Creed. They are doing a three-part costume that takes three actual people to make of, mm-hmm. like, one of those dragons where somebody's the head, somebody's the middle of the body, somebody is the tail. They are doing Pashin, which is, like, this cute little cat thing. I'm sure listeners have seen it around. And they are doing Mecha Godzilla, King Ghidorah, and Mothra in, in a new Godzilla collaboration, which... To me, that's better than whatever Call of Duty is doing.
1: Man, she just had to bring that series up. Uh, I yeah, mean, the, the, Elden Ring. <laughs> what, Elden Ring? Yeah, they, it outperformed it, so it's just like, oh yeah,
0: <laughs> I was like, wait, Elden Ring? Yeah, that's a dead, Elden that's Ring a outsold game. Call of Duty.
1: Yeah, that's the that game. And, and what a great game to
0: outsell something like that. What a milestone! <laughs> Put some Elden Ring costumes in in Fall Guys sega nah.
1: sega (laughs) i'm really looking at (laughs) anything
0: (laughs) just blame sega (laughs) i'm worried about the sonic origins not having the ice caps on music but we're not going to talk about that today (laughs) um overall though like it does sound like what they're coming out with for the fall guys you know quote-unquote revamp is going to be cool maybe keep us a little more engaged because they're adding more gameplay to it than ever before. Recently, Mm -hmm. they have removed team games from the main show playlist. I think we kind of touched on that last week or the week before. Mm -hmm, Um, So it's like things are tending in the right direction. But at the very end of the Fall Guys event stream, it's not coming with the relaunch. It's coming later. But they are working on custom maps. Mm,
1: We'll see. We'll see how that works because it depends on how much they can customize and if they will allow it to be it if looks
0: fairly detailed from what they showed
1: if it's anything like gta's online service where creators can obviously make their own things and yeah. that rockstar will be like this gets like the rockstar approval that it's you know it's very well done so you know we'll we'll put it yeah. in the circle i kind of feel like that
0: would be the case like like a mario maker highlight thing Mm -hmm, where it's like this is a community highlight it's not going to be a part of main show or anything but you could definitely go on and do like a community show like maybe they choose 10 rounds that the community members made and like two of them are finals so you can have a set of three or four as it goes because i believe recently they've also shrank main show down to 40 Mm -hmm. I don't know if that'll go back up or if there'll be a selection of shows, but Mm. a lot of this stuff is we're not going to know until it it launches uh, officially on June 21st. But I feel like what a good, nice step in the right direction for for MediaTonic to take with this after season six has kind of been stagnating. We've gotten three variants of all the costumes in the shop and everything, so it's kind of just been still for a while.
1: Yeah, that's... Uh, that's the best way I think you can put. It's just been very still; nothing really yeah. happening.
0: But I'm not gonna lie; I was I was getting very hyped and emotional during the <laughs> Fall Guys stream because I was like, "Is it finally gonna be like revitalized again?" I, you know, it. At least for me, it's one of those games that I just like. It It makes me feel good to play Fall
1: Guys. What What about um? Because it was a Steam game at first, but now it's exclusive on. So, what happens to the Steam version?
0: There was no mention actually, of a Steam version in anything That's they talked saying, about like, yesterday.
1: The original was Steam, but it seems like if they're going to relaunch like, it, they might dis- If you needed an Epic version.
0: Games account to use Fall Guys, they might just have the Steam players get the... It's free, so obviously mm-hmm. they might need you to launch it from Epic Games launcher or something.
1: So I know there's people to this day, for some reason, just, like, refuse to use the Epic launcher, and it's just like, yeah. why? It's... I remember when remember Borderlands 3 came out, and, it was, and it was exclusive to, to Epic to Epi so, yeah. Games too, right? And people were genuinely upset. They're like, I'm not buying it for the episode it was just like, but why? It's like it's all on the same desktop. It's all there. It's yeah. just a different launcher. I
0: guess it comes down to preference. I never have that problem because I play on pretty much just PS five and, and Switch, but Now I can cross progress my Fall Guys on on all of it, but they did say that the Switch version is targeting thirty frames. Yeah. Whereas, you know, our fancy you know next gen consoles will all be running at at 60
1: yeah uh, i was expecting that so yeah. probably most likely hit 30 fr- i mean we i mean fall guys on ps4 it, was yeah. 30 frames so i was saying we were, we were used to that anyways yeah it's not any different than what we already played
0: so, I know they're having a pre-register thing, and as more and more people pre-register for the free-to-play version before it comes out, I guess you unlock community rewards, which will give, like, a new skin and maybe some kudos and everything. Oh! They're doing away with crowns. Spending crowns. Crown mm-hmm. rank is still there, but you will be able to, like, turn your crowns probably into into kudos or something like that. So Convert um, them into
1: kudos. Yeah, we'll, we'll convert see. them.
0: And... They didn't say anything about a premium currency, but I figure with a free-to-play game, there's probably going to be some premium currency implemented into that.
1: Um, We'll see, because I know Epic's main source is Fortnite, because they've done so much. It's just like, there is no way to earn currency. Even when Save the World was their side game... You could earn V-Bucks, but I believe they're no longer giving out V-Bucks to, like, new per- people who purchase the f- save the world. So, it's just, like, ah. there was a means of getting, like, their currency and to purchase skins at the Battle Royale mode and stuff like that. But uh-huh. with Fall Guys, if there's Kudos, I want to know how it's going to be. If it's, like, there's Kudos and there's, like, I don't know, like, Platinum Kudos or, like, if this thing yeah, will Yeah, because you can you, already like, buy Kudos. Yeah, it's like this thing will cost you like 25,000 kudos, but then if you just buy the premium stuff, it's worth only 300 like premium kudos. Like you get like yeah. regular kudos like oh yeah, it's 20, 20 uh, 25,000. But if you get premium kudos, it's only going to be like 300 kudos and stuff like that.
0: I mean, crossing my fingers that they just keep it simple, but uh, it's a, it's going to be free to play, so I figure there's got to be some complexity to it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to unpack with that with that um stream, the Fall Guy stream but I'm, I'm looking very much forward to that. Um, now this news is arguably bigger news for a specific group of people that are the PlayStation owners. Um, it is, uh, looks to me like a partial reveal, not a full reveal of all the PlayStation Plus premium games, but, um, I guess Ubisoft Plus Classics is also coming um like as a free thing with the PlayStation Plus Premium. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to be adding a few more games than what was initially like thought, I guess. Um mm-hmm. but what they showed doesn't look to be like the full list, but we are getting a monthly refresh like mid-month where games I'm assuming may be added or may leave. But just going down the list here at some highlights. Demon Souls for PS5, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut the infamous games, uh, for PS4, um, Spider-Man and Miles Morales. These are highlights, not, not everything, obviously. Um, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, A Thief's End and Lost Legacy, as well as Wipeout Omega collection, which is a really good racing game. Um, other highlights from the third party are Soul Calibur 6, the South Park games, um, Red Dead Redemption 2, um Control Ultimate Edition always a good one and then they have some classics that they announced highlights I think from uh, the original PlayStation would be Ape Escape and Siphon Filter the first PSP game for um the service will be Super Stardust Portable which is from the developers of Returnal Housemark, which is also being added to the to the premium um, mm-hmm. I actually had that game on on PSP And then third-party games will launch, I guess, with Mr. Driller, Tekken, and a few of the Worms games. There's also the PS2 on PS4 classics like Ape Escape 2, um, the Jack and Daxter games, Rogue Galaxy, all that. Um, Some remasters like Handsome Collection. And then PS3 games that you can stream, some of the Ratchet and Clank's, Tokyo Jungle, which is uh, critically acclaimed. Um, The infamous, Infamous 2, and infamous Festival of Blood DLC a few of the MotorStorm uh, games, the original Demon's Souls, Devil May Cry HD Collection, and Mm -hmm. Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. But not one. Doesn't look like one is coming yet, but I would assume at some point that unless they're planning on doing something with it. See, that's what gets me here. Is like, that's a weird omission when RDR 2 and Undead Nightmare are on there, but that remains to be seen. I am definitely. It, it does say new games are added regularly, so this is this is just the start, and this is just a small sample of the like a hundred games they announced.
1: If that's true, because when I first saw this, I honestly I was just like, eh, I'll, "I'll wait on it," because I was like, "It." Doesn't well, you looked at it probably, probably and
0: you said this doesn't look like three hundred and fifty
1: to me. Yeah, but even it was like if like it just depends on what they have and what they add. It's just they need to do. I don't say better, but it's just. It's not catering towards what I would prefer from a service, but I guess nothing would really cater to service because I'm really into, like, the obscured stuff, so I don't know. Like, instead of Ape Escape 2, I would prefer they have, like, Ape Escape 3 because that was, like, the better one. I like that one a lot.
0: I imagine if they decide to add more PS2 classics because so far the PS2 games they have on there are the ones that they released on the PS4 as, like, a downloadable
1: thing. But it's like I said. I still don't know. I still don't know why Sony just doesn't tell companies that, like, if you want to convert your PS3 games to a PS4 version, we'll allow it and this and that. But I don't know why. There's they just still don't a few that. things
0: that are still stuck on there that I exactly think we, we want. I mean, Metal it's, Gear Rising is is a big one for me, and Final Fantasy Thirteen and Thirteen.
1: Exactly. Right? It's just like it's possible. Metal, like Metal Gear Solid Five, was persona 5 uh persona i think it was like golden or like was it the ultimate well Arena, golden's on the
0: vita they should have no, vita the fighting games. One. Oh, the fighting game ultimax yeah Ult-
1: yeah ultimax there we go it was like it, it yeah. that's that was converted from ps3 to, to ps4
0: i am kind of impressed with their first party selection of ps5 games having like returnal miles morales and demon souls on there because that's a lot of the first party stuff I wasn't expecting to be on there and I like Ghost of Tsushima and and Death Stranding also being on there is pretty mm-hmm. impressive to me when I thought there's no way they would put you know Ghost of Tsushima on there until probably another year is what I was thinking but no it's it's gonna be there so they might not do the whole day and date thing like Game Pass does with the Xbox mm-hmm. first party games but I guess they're just like if we're gonna give all these games there's got to be something else to buy I guess that's the the logic i can see behind this even though i'd Mm -hmm.
1: like
0: i'd like my first party games on ps plus day and date i think
1: i honestly think there's no good reason for them not to put could be but there's no reason for them not to put the ultimate murder solid collection which comes with one two three peace walker four and like the original first one and the original second one you know the way they were played yeah you know in japan they that collection exists it was Those like called all the stuck le- there the, yeah. on the old playstation PS3. 3 it was called the legacy collection and yeah. it comes i have the with HD every single
0: collection game. the one that only came with two three and see Peace walker
1: see even if you buy the legacy collection it's the disc is just the hd collection yeah everything else is all digital so it yeah does so not make i have sense that disc yeah it's like you have the disc. You just don't own one, and I believe like the original one, and then like four, yeah, obviously. Four, obviously. Because they're a digital, so it's just like, what was the point?
0: And then remember those game. Uh, at least MGS4 is being delisted from PS Now, which either gives it the opportunity to come in later as a benefit to Plus Premium members, or maybe they're doing something with it.
1: Uh never give your hopes up but hopefully we'll see come
0: on ps ps event next month sony is it happening is it happening in june (laughs) we're getting the xbox event we're most assuredly getting a nintendo direct so sony what about uh shadow
1: the hedgehog
0: now you're giving me
1: hope (laughs) See that no because like sega would would be fine with it
0: yeah, I'm I'm sure Sega would I don't know cuz it seems like Sega's tri- <laughs> some of the documents and stuff for the Sonic anniversary feels like they're skipping over some games. I don't know. Put put my vote down for Shadow the Hedgehog on PlayStation
1: Plus. Yeah, my vote is for always Mega Solid 4, that's all I really care about. And the that's HD collection. I would I, if I if it's just the HD collection and 4, I'd be satisfied with that.
0: I I also would be very satisfied with that. I I do love my HD collection.
1: Hopefully they keep their word and they just keep updating it. I don't want it, I don't want it to be like, oh, look at our, our well, this and we got all this they're stuff. They're definitely going like update updated
0: it every month. They're not going to have a hundred and twenty dollars subscription service and not keep to their word.
1: That's what I'm saying. They better keep to the word because I don't want to play that amount and it's just like. The same t- sixty games that people like—it's like, it's like it's only like ten games are worth playing, and then all the rest of it's just like shovelware stuff that no one cares about. And it's just like hey, we'll just throw it in there because you know we have these. Im- it's like the 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 those like five thousand and one like deals where it's like oh it's five thousand and one, but it's like two of them are worth it, and the other ones are just like no one really cares about.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot to unpack here in these first two stories, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's go on to a few quicker things. There was an Indie World showcase, not uh, like the day after we recorded last time. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I I haven't had the chance to watch it yet, but I, do, I did see some trailers from a few of the games. Cult of the Lamb, obviously, that's one we've talked about on here. Kind of like an Animal Crossing crossover with Binding of Isaac, it seemed like. Still looking forward to that one. It's coming from Devolver. Um, they showed a game coming to the Switch called Ooblets, which has been on the PC. I just thought it's funny because it's like a, you, you're on a farm and you're raising like Pokemon almost, but they're like, I think they're like vegetable things, but the battle system is like dance battles. So that's pretty cool. We have the totally accurate battle simulator, which looks like a lot of fun. A lekhead, which looks kind of like a Mega Man game, but puzzles. And then oh, this one, uh, a Souls like game where you play as a hermit crab called Another Crab's Treasure. The trailer for this looks it looks so nuts.
1: And what what was uh, Hermit ca- It's not see, fight not, crab. It's not fight crab. But see, what's up with crabs now? Cuz look at I know what's uh, up with crabs. Look. All I got to say Wonderland. So remember that mission I told you? I do remember that
0: mission from Wonderland. It was a crab. There's a few crabs in that game. There's the coral crab. There's the shielded crab. There's the one that looks like green are s- and purple.
1: Funny. There's. Just, I was. I was discussing this with my with my siblings that why are just certain things just like there's nothing funny about them, but when you look at it, they're funny. I said cheese was funny.
0: Nah, cheese is pretty funny. I guess you could you can throw
1: too. you can throw ice cream on the floor and it's sad. You throw cheese on the floor, it's funny.
0: Uh, I I was watching Attack of the Show last week and one of the um producers was throwing cheese at one of the hosts exactly it was like, very cheese funny is just i found funny. it to be very humorous
1: yeah cheese is just a funny thing it's just like haha funny is like but why why is cheese just funny they had the cheese ref <laughs> cheese ref and that's what i'm saying like crabs are just an, just funny like you can put a crab in any scenario and it's like you put a crab you give it a knife it's funny you give a crab like a potato chip it's funny like anything with the crab is hey, just man, funny anything if they you do give is a funny.
0: crab a cookie it's gonna want some milk
1: Exactly, it's just funny.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, that that one looked very cool. And now for our very quick news stories. Pokemon Home, the fabled Diamond and Pearl update. Should Mm -hmm. be going live, like, before this podcast even goes up. It should be going live on Wednesday the 18th of May. Oh my god, it's only been six months, and I've only long since pretty much stopped playing (laughs) Diamond and Pearl because I'm (laughs) done with it. But finally... Finally, I can put my shiny Bidoof in the game. Finally. Finally. <laughs> and my shiny Piplup, but mostly my shiny Bidoof. I will never evolve him. Never. See, Badouf shiny, that's good and all, but is he green in any way? Nah, he's not like our very own green Bidoof.
1: Whom... So, so what's the point?
0: I wonder if green Bidoof has a shiny variant. I mean, he drank a lot of trial by energy to get his green glow, but I wonder if he has a shiny variant somewhere out there. Like if a shiny Badoof drank a lot of trial by energy, something to ponder, listeners. <laughs> Starfield and Redfall, two Bethesda Xbox games coming out, have been mm-hmm. delayed to 2023. To Ooh. my shock, no. No. Starfall was always going to get delayed. It didn't. It, it Starfall. There was no way I saw that coming out in November 11th.
1: No. It's, uh, man. Can uh, like I said, we're going look to the topic, but just like just don't announce a game unless you're you are certain that like yes we can release this within the next couple months like just stop it's just hearing news for consistency at this point i'm like i would feel it would
0: feel wrong to not have a game delay story in our news segment it's it's
1: gone to like i said it's gone to a point where a delay it's just like if it doesn't delay that's just like a miracle like they did the impossible they didn't delay it
0: you know what it's turned into robert it's turned into a bit on the podcast
1: what delay i don't f-
0: game delays it's turned into game a bit delays. it's just so it's, a, it's every single yeah. week
1: it's it's every every week something's delayed something's we're I, at the
0: point where i'm I? like how how is this many things even announced
1: i don't know but companies just love to i don't know what what type of point i don't know i i really don't understand it just like why because it's just like it builds it's gotta like, generate just that hype somehow it does but then you it, there's this distrust with the consumer and and the buyer or the Yeah we the, see
0: we've seen things like this backfire. Watch yeah the it consumer backfire and the with solid, Kingdom like, Hearts 4 being announced probably like 5 years before it's coming out or cuz like, yeah
1: it's like imagine they're just like yeah we're going to sell you this game we're going to it's going to come out this year and blah 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 and then you wait 14 years later aka Duke Nukem forever and it's just like what happened?
0: Nothing good happened.
1: <laughs> exactly
0: anyway something that isn't being delayed though the day this podcast goes up you will be able to log on to your nintendo switch online expansion pack and play the first kirby game i ever played and something near and dear to my heart kirby 64 the crystal shards that kirby game where you can combine the powers and is also very cool just wanted to toss that in there at the end because i love that game
1: kirby you just like kirby
0: I do like Kirby, but Kirby 64 is one of those, like, Fever Dream games. (laughs) Anyhow, every week here on the show, we like to do a segment called Pokemon Drip, where we look at the fashion of characters in the Pokemon world. And we've recently finished doing the player characters from Red and Blue through Sword and Shield, so I thought we'd uh, take a look at the gym leaders. So this week, we're starting with the original Pokemon gym leader from generation one we are going to be looking at the newest versions of all of these characters for the next however many weeks pokemon drip lasts until we either get bored of it or we finish um we are looking at brock (laughs) from pokemon let's go pikachu and let's go eevee now we know brock from the show but these are different these are different threads our boy brock
1: has on in this game how would you rank his his fit?
0: Um, I'm going to start looking at these based on, like, the type of Pokemon they use. So Brock obviously uses Rock-type. He's definitely got those muted greens and oranges going on that, like, you look at him and you're like, this is definitely a Rock-type trainer. As for how cool it is, like, I'm fine with, like, the color that he has on this and everything.
1: I- i'm letting you know right now if you showed up to someone who's into fashion that's drip that's complete drip baggy right now the baggy yeah. cargo pants the big the big shoes go with you know baggy and then just like the big sweater the shoes and the shirt are matching like i said you can they matching could be a good thing or a bad thing but it's matching in a, in a way that it's all like dark i mean the style
0: browns. is there this is a rock trainer who's got a fashion sense.
1: It's drip, yes. It's definitely, it's like, a, it's really funny because drip from, I guess, people need to understand that we grew up at a different, it, even though it's like a small difference, it's a big difference on how things are. Because I would say your generation, it was the things that was like nicely fitted, like jeans and shirts and stuff like that colors obviously still matter but just like right now it's just like everything's baggy everything's big and baggy that's just like the generation gen- my generation of just like that's what it is because I, i'll say this to this day that they're getting influenced by what they remember and what they remember is the early 2000s the y2k era and everything was baggy back then everything was big and baggy
0: i do remember that
1: Exactly, so it's just like for everyone right now, all the young people, whatever. It's just like for some reason, like baggies, just like if you look at a lot of layers and baggy and just stuff like that. Just like it, just that's what like big boots and stuff like that. It's just what it is. So, with that
0: being said, then I'm gonna toss in my score for Brock as a personal four
1: Badoofs out of five. If yeah, this is just textbooks. Yeah, I always get to say the same. It's just textbook example of what's trending, and that's his yeah. alpha is definitely trending
0: so next week i think we're looking at misty but for right now robert i have in my very hands a hastily scrawled together nintendo direct rumor with circles on the last line of both the front and the back and letters are mismatched in capital and lowercase but it says there's an ultra realistic action game rumored the nintendo switch that takes place in the cartoon network universe and the main characters are hyper
1: realistic versions of billy mandy and grim i was forbade to watch i was it was forbidden for me to watch that show so oh no (laughs) we discussed this it was forbidden for me to watch the show but you've seen it since then seen it but i don't think i would have been that much of a fan of it i'm just like yeah like it's a show
0: Well, I imagine it's one of those things where Grimm opened a portal to another universe and it was the ultra realistic one because it says this is all the Cartoon Network universe. Um, And it it sounds to me like it's more realistic than that old game they had called Fusion Fall where they had like realistic designs for all of the Cartoon Network characters. You remember that, right? I remember
1: that.
0: (laughs) Um, But I feel like an action game kind of works. In the Cartoon Network universe, because obviously, even though we have our trio of main characters, you could still pull in other characters, um, Dexter, or the kids next door, or, you know, Foster's Home, or stuff like that, and have, Mm -hmm. like, a competent 3D action game. Like, I know a Cartoon Network game is like, oh, they had the 2D brawler one and everything, and that only had, like, five shows in it, and, like, Teen Titans Go had a something or other, some kind of Flash game or something, but this is, like... This is one for the fans for years and years. Like your HBO Max library of, of Cartoon Network, where you could have Ed and Nettie in some kind of ultra-realistic like, battle mode or something
1: like that. I wonder would I ever do a turn-based combat RPG with all cartoons from all universes?
0: Well, when I first read this, I thought of turn-based combat, but then, but then on the back it said ultra-realistic action game, and I said, mm, that'd probably be more like R-Speed. Cause I don't think any RPG could kind of reach that that Persona Five.
1: <laughs> you ever think about Roger Rabbit? How they really did get Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny in the same movie?
0: Yeah. So who's to say they couldn't just get all that you know, Time Warner, Warner Cartoon Network stuff? Yeah. In? Like maybe even throw some Adult Swim in there.
1: little Rodder could throw Lenormand Rodder. There's a bunch of shows on Adult Swim they could throw in there. <sighs> Family Guy. <laughs> Not. The- oh so you're not getting understand you remember christmas with doom
0: it was like a commercial it was like a thing on adult swim right yeah it was a night where they had christmas specials hosted by mf doom
1: yeah it was mf doom metal face doom and you know you know metal face doom aka victor vaughn aka king Ghidorah, aka danger doom
0: aka daniel dumile
1: basically yeah doom uh and so there's a part he just goes family guy and that's all he says. And it's just, it's, just, it's just a clip of it. You should look at each other and just go, family. So just how about they put they
0: just... him inside the Cartoon Network Realistic Ultra and Action Danger game. Doom. It would make yes. sense.
1: They did Danger Doom, the, the whole Adult Swim album. Yes.
0: And they could put Camp Lazlo in. You know, deep cuts. <sighs> my Camp. Gym Partners among... Camp
1: Laszlo was uh, Rocco. The creator of Rocco made that. Yeah, and then, yeah, like, I remember that. J- what's J- his face? No, not JD uh, Quintal. That's the regular show. It's, it's another not, guy did... that has initials. <laughs> yeah, just close enough. Have you seen close enough? That's a good one. I haven't seen it, but that's a good one. But uh, so, such say... a
0: rich history of characters you could pull from.
1: It, what was that one character from Rocco? The 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 bull, his friend. What was his friend's name? Heff. Heff. Heff was in the finale of Camp Lazlo, but they. I think I've use seen that. Name. I remember that. Yeah, yeah like they as could a not side say his character name, or something. But yeah. his it's meant to be like Heff. It's meant to be him.
0: Look at this! We got a double dose of Nickelodeon nostalgia and Cartoon Network
1: nostalgia. Exactly, it's not the first episode. time the characters have crossed over. Well, <laughs> you know what you can call this game? <laughs> what could we call it? You could call it Cartoon Cartoon Realism. Well, not just Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. That's how what Cartoon Network used to have. It makes sense. I liked
0: Cartoon Cartoon Fridays, where the Friday was like a disc and it like chased the characters around. And it they're was like, check out this thing we got. It's called Cartoon Cartoon Fridays i uh, forgot
1: what it was, it was it was it was oh yeah cartoons right was that, that was one nickelodeon of their, that was nickelodeon it was oh yeah cartoons yeah that and was where cartoon- fairly odd parents
0: came from and teenage robot and all that
1: and then cartoon org had fried dynamite cartoon i remember that that was like a live
0: action that was like a replacement for that was during um, their dark fridays yeah (laughs) like maguzi was the replacement for toonami and i was like oh it's toonami toonami ended up being like a saturday night thing and then eventually gone and revived by adult swim what a long complicated history
1: Uh, of like cartoon shows
0: want to talk about some games
1: (laughs) i guess we'll talk about games i guess we do that
0: Alright, I think the main thing I wanted to bring up this week for games was Deathloop.
1: Mm-hmm. I went
0: back to Deathloop.
1: Did you beat it the first time?
0: I did not beat it the first time. Okay, I got very I'll frustrated worry, dude, with dude, a dude. lot of the stealth. Um, there's an episode of the podcast called Let's Go Lupin. Go back and listen to it. You will hear my initial thoughts on Deathloop that I didn't like it a lot because of the slower, methodical gameplay and the stealth elements that kind of clashed with the way the trailers presented the game as, like, a Mm -hmm. fast and furious action, like, you know, almost roguelike, but not... There's very little roguelike to it, but, like, kind of just, like, this time loop, fast action, interesting weaponry, interesting Mm -hmm. enemies, quirky characters, and all that stuff. And I I didn't initially like it because it was slow to the point where, you know, people said the combat was easy, but you, you died in, like, three hits, um... Anything and everything would break the stealth. I'm not one of those players that likes to like grab the bottle and like throw it to make a to distract an enemy, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know that. So, what the devs at Arcane did with this latest Deathloop update was they added a slew of accessibility options and a photo mode. Now, the photo mode is cool,
1: mm-hmm. never
0: knock a game for having a photo mode, but these accessibility features are like so above and beyond what they could have done basically you can tweak the game to turn it into exactly what the trailers made death loop look like i'm talking like first of all you can slow the game speed down now i always want my things moving incredibly fast in games so i kept it at a hundred percent but you can do things like make it so that combat is easier Or do a one-hit kill on an enemy or, you know, so you can Mm -hmm. start ignoring the stealth and stuff like that. That way you're just kind of piecing together the central mystery of the game, which is finding out how to dispatch the eight visionaries in one single day. And the way Deathloop works to refresh us is that you have four time periods of morning, noon, afternoon, and evening, in which you can go to four different areas of the Black Reef Island that they are on. And different things happen in different areas at different parts of the day. So the idea of it is like, this person is here in morning, how do I make them be at this other area at night? So you are going through investigating like different parts of the island taking out the visionaries getting their powers and their powers Mm -hmm. are like one turns you invisible one can have you zip around really fast one can connect enemies so that if you kill one enemy the other ones connected to it will die there's powers like that but the central idea of it was always well this person will not be anywhere else but this place at this time but if i don't have this other person in another area then I won't be able to go through four time periods and and have all eight of them, you know, defeated. So you are going through investigating, you're finding different logs and radio logs and codes that help you open doors. And it's like, well, if I want this guy to be, you know, finished off at, at night, I have to sabotage his fireworks in the morning while I'm taking out this character. So that by the time night rolls around, he gets blown up by the fireworks and then mm-hmm. you have to, like, g- like, this is mild spoilers, but this game has been out for, you know, since last September, so mild spoilers are to be expected. It's, like, if you want three characters to be in the same area at the end of the game, you need to make sure that they're invited to a certain thing that you have to, like, trick them into. Like, you can have a voice recording sent, like, there's a there's a little robot thing that you can send a, a, a like, stitched together voice message of different voice clips to. To get one character to go to a party because he's promising to give her something that she wants to help her, I don't know, prolong the loop or something. Because these characters all have different kind of intentions or different Mm -hmm. reasons that they're here. It's like one's trying to preserve the loop. One kind of authored the whole thing. Um, One is like a billionaire that has like no redeeming qualities. And then there's like a game designer, but it's it's like a live action game thing. And then one of them wasn't supposed to be there, stuff like that. There's a few more. So, like, with these accessibility options, I was able to enjoy not only, like, a brisk, quick run through the game. But I was able to absorb and keep the story flowing without having to worry about, well, I'm definitely going to die this day because somebody didn't hear the bottle smash against the wall in the right way and i didn't sneak around to, it's like no death loop always presented itself in its trailers as a very brisk like Bastard. james yeah. bond almost thing yeah so
1: it definitely hurts a game when it's maybe presented a certain way or maybe even like example because it's always a good example. of Gear Solid Five or any Metal Gear Solid series. Yes, stealth is what they say you can do. It's not the only way you can achieve it, though. You can through mega Gear Solid Five and not do stealth at all. You could just like breeze through it. Because I mean,
0: you're looking at the prime example of not doing stealth in Metal Gear Solid Five.
1: Yeah, I I did stealth, but you did it. So it's like, but we still both achieve the same goal and achieve the same missions and and all this stuff. So it's just like. Add, sometimes I understand that games may be going for a certain feel, and just like that's how it is. Is like either you like it or you don't. You can always, there's other games out there, but I guess in the in game like Deathloop, it's not Dishonor. Dishonor was presented as like a stealth game, where Deathloop was presented more of like a you know, kind of Deathloop is a game, mystery, is but all the trailers pace. made it
0: seem action packed like you're jumping yeah. out of windows and everything
1: exactly so it's just like why wasn't it like that from the get-go and or at least why weren't
0: those options there like exactly. total kudos to them adding that like they didn't have to add those options but the fact that they did makes me respect the devs Sometimes... so much more
1: sometimes i think though they've missed their chance they should have released this when the game was very obviously popular and being spoken yeah. about because obviously i didn't know this was a thing maybe they can do some redo some trailers like Deathloop, but you can play it now the way you want it just like kind of like little ads here and there just kind of being yeah. like there's an update like if you a didn't like it blog the way it post, was. but i
0: didn't see it like paste it all over the place like this is huge. like this is like there's good patches for games but this is like one of the more wild like huge patches i've ever seen for a game
1: exactly so it's just like why don't they just kind of advertise like if you didn't like it try it now you know it's a free update if you have it just try it give it another shot if not you know it's just not the game for you and just stuff like that because it could in theory boost more sales if people can now play the way they want to
0: it it always seemed like a polarizing game like a like it or hate it type thing because mm-hmm. remember reviews were like many reviews were giving this a perfect score of 10 out of 10 so you expect to feel the same way when you see all that but then it's like oh but this isn't what i wanted from the game what mm-hmm. i wanted was what i saw in the you know 5 billion trailers that this game had the year leading up to release um and it's not what i got but what i played these past couple of days finishing the game off start to finish was exactly what i wanted and all mm. it took was sliding a few options in the menu to to make it like such a good shooter but also like allowing you to focus more on the plot the story and not worry about the stealth mechanics because the story and mystery of Deathloop is one of the most exciting parts about it and even though mm-hmm. even though it, the ending might leave some questions um, the journey, I think. The game is about journeys. And it definitely seemed like the journey was, was totally worth seeing, listening to, and
1: reading about the whole way through. So that's Deathloop with accessibility. Deathloop with accessibility. It's, <laughs> with accessibility. There's, it's just that, that whole story of should games have options for players because to like to play they want to because obviously it goes to the whole like souls games and just like there should be easier because people want to play it. but it's just like but well, that's not I the agree on souls that game. too. It's
0: like I don't have the time to be sneaking around every enemy, marking every enemy. Dude, in Deathloop there's an accessibility option that when you, you know, like like in MGS use the binoculars to mark the enemies. Mhm. In Deathloop there's an option you can toggle on or off where it'll mark every enemy that's in your sight. Instead of you having to go around individually marking it. So you know where all the enemies are. Oh, and big one. Field of view slider. Amazing. In depth loop.
1: I don't know. We'll just see, man. It depends. Because if if you can just change everything you want to cater uh, towards you, then there's no challenge. And so what's the point of challenging to play a game if there's no challenge in it? Some people prefer a challenge we'll see but i think my point was that i didn't want it to be challenge
0: i wanted to play for the story my
1: point is some games are okay with that like i say that honestly any souls game yeah they're difficult but that's the point they're challenging but this one i don't think needed a challenge i don't think it was presented to be challenging it was presented as like fun action pace you know go around do the story and do all this stuff and it wasn't it was kind of slow pace and stealth and all this stuff so it's just like eh it was presented one way. It should imagine if like Doom was presented that where it's all Doom is a fast pace, take uh, a yeah. grappling hook, going around. But then it's like, Although no, you, you gotta never, sneak around you, the. Doom that would
0: and... be so weird if that actually happened.
1: But that's like my point. Like it's presented one way, and you expect it to be one way, but then you get it. It's just like, oh, Doom guy has to what sneak? Wait, what sneak around?
0: I wouldn't mind an easy mode in uh, Elden Ring though. I'd be more likely to replay these games if I could decrease the difficulty. I'd have enjoyed Sekiro more with an easy mode that's just me at least like take that, so less damage fire. i don't know like i'd rather turn on when we talk about ghostwire which i planned on today but we're running low on time for our hour mm-hmm. um it's it's not a matter of like i'm turning on easy mode to make the game less difficult it's like mm-hmm. i'm turning on easy mode to make the game less mind numbing <laughs> because mm-hmm. the difference for me with that was like i'm not getting hit by enemies and I'm spending like a minute on an enemy where I could get the same results on easy mode in 20 seconds. Because I'm literally just moving away and <laughs> hitting the enemy with a, with a projectile attack. So I will talk about uh, Ghostwire Tokyo uh, next week. Because I finished that the day before we recorded this podcast. And I've got f- I have got think mm-hmm. we can open up the discussion on that on uh, modern and classic open worlds as well as repetitiveness in said open worlds. And how, how I'm really kind of getting sick of open worlds that aren't trying to do anything, you know, really different. Like examples we've always used on this podcast of games that do something different. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding, Spider-Man where Ghostwire kind of falls into the camp of uh, Prototype 2 or maybe uh, Ubisoft open world, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But um, we will get to that uh, next week for, for a bigger discussion because I did enjoy the game. But it's a game where I can say, yeah, there are definitely some flaws here. And it'll be good to have a conversation about flaws in games that don't have to do with, like, DLC content or or premium Mm -hmm. battle passes or stuff like that. I guess another preview of something we're going to be talking about is that (laughs) that Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. I do want to also talk about that and why I had to stop playing that. And it's not because I didn't like it. And there's a reason I... it's another thing of trailers. Trailers not doing a game justice. I said I compared it um, off podcast to the Invisible Man trailer where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is going to be such a bad remake of this. And then I watch it at the movie. I'm like, oh, wow, this is one of the best remakes I've ever seen. But that is a discussion that we will um, hopefully get to next week along with Ghostwire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But for right now, Robert, would you say we've handled an episode?
1: Yeah, this your rep whatever we're doing this week.
0: Uh, We want to thank you guys so much for listening and uh, please follow our Twitter at Markers on the Map where you can get links to our podcast and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and our Podbean site. Um, So we'll be back next week with more video game news and views and all that good stuff. But for right now, there isn't much left to say except for... (laughs) Well, you already know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that the real Etrian Odyssey for Legends of the Titans was the friends we made along the way. So we'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Later.